Um, I usually take Mother's Day to walk through uh, these two passages of Scripture because it's a, I, I need the reminder. I want to make sure that anyone new to Polaris <coughs> understands why we are the way we are. And I also need the reminder myself because I am a very forgetful person. Um, always have been because I'm a daydreamer. Like, I don't think there's anything mentally wrong with me. I'm just, <coughs> at least not in the, like, the forgetfulness realm. I, I just, I like, like, so Apple has a new, you see Apple's new product, the Air, Air Tags? Like, they're little, like, sticker-looking things, and you put them on, like, whatever, and they'll walk you through your phone. They'll, through your phone, it'll point. Like, which way you have to walk to get to that thing. And I told my wife, Kelly, we need to buy those in bulk. Because I lose, I've lost my, um, I've lost my, I lose my wallet weekly. Um, but I've really only lost it, lost it twice, where I had to go in and get new, a new driver's license. Um, I'm always pulling my phone out to make a call or text and forget who I'm. And then in, like, the grocery store... I, I will, I mean, everybody, I think, goes and gets a cart full of stuff and forgets the thing that they were going to get. Like, I hear people say that, but I'll wander off from my shopping cart and then forget, like, I realize I have no idea where my cart is. And on multiple occasions have just, like, taken a cart that I thought was mine and realized, you know, three aisles later that, you know, I'm putting the stuff on and half the stuff isn't even mine. Um, and then driving regularly well past my turn because I talk to myself in the car and Elijah will every now and then my son will see me moving my hands he'll say dad you're talking to yourself in your head now aren't you Um, but I just daydream I'm always in the fast lane going 58 with my blinker on I'm that guy so I, I make these index cards that every day I walk reminding me of things that I need to stay focused on. And so for me, this sermon, this Mother's Day sermon, is a kind of index card for us as a church. Because this is just something that I want us to come back to again and again and again. And never let this slip from the center, from, from who we are, okay? So let me, um, I'm going to read you two passages of Scripture. And they center around the sky-high importance of never forgetting children. I mean, obviously, like physically, you never want to forget your kids anywhere, but never forget the importance of children. Because when I say that at Polaris we're all about kids and children are our number one value... Um, someone unfamiliar with my material and my angle would say, well, isn't Jesus your number one value? But I think what we're going to see is if Jesus is our number one value, then children need to be our number one value as a church. So let me read you Mark 10. A few quick thoughts. People were bringing little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them. But the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, and listen to the emotions in these two passages that I read, he was indignant. That means livid. That means furious. It means he lost his composure with anger. Very rare thing for Jesus. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. 
And he said to them, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms and he placed his hands on them and he blessed them. So a a couple thoughts with that. First of all, just think of the imagery of Jesus embracing children, hands on their heads, blessing them. And I think that's what I want God to be like. Like I, 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 I want to, I, God is a softy. Like he loves kids, like the grandpa figure who just loves his grandkids. He loves kids. And I, and I can't help but think about like, um, my wife and I spend a lot of time on, on the ball fields in the summer and every now and then there'll be an ump at youth sporting events that seems to hate children. Just mean. And I, I'm thinking, about, yeah, like, you, you, know, you can do whatever, but I think you'd at least kind of like kids if you're going to ump kids' events. Or I, I mean, I, and this isn't, I mean, most school workers, when I volunteered at schools, are great with kids and love kids. But every now and then, you just watch a hall monitor that just seems to like hate her life or his life when they're just, you know, you just see them like, like they just don't seem to like kids. But what we see with Jesus here is, is he likes kids. So that's the first like really important thing to take from this is that the example of Jesus is that he likes kids. And then one of our little slogans at Polaris is, is when we say we follow Jesus, it means we actually do what he did. Like, it's never enough just to believe the right things because most people check the box for Christian because they believe the right things. But if we say we follow Jesus, which is what Jesus is looking for, followers, that means we do what, we live like him. And his example is to love kids. Like, he has a soft spot in his heart for kids. And so if we're going to follow Jesus, that means that we have to love kids and bless kids and do things for kids and protect kids and stand up for kids the way he did. Like, we can't follow Jesus without making children a priority. And then one more thing from this passage that I like to just kind of walk through every year is that see, that word indignant, that's that's not typical of Jesus. There was, a, there was something down deep for him where he lost his composure in anger when kids were neglected, forgotten, mistreated, not welcomed. <laughs> so this is very important for us if we say we follow Jesus and super important for us just as a church that we keep children at the center because Jesus gets furious when they're neglected. So you can't follow Jesus if you're not caring about kids or doing things regularly to some way protect, love, bless children. If we follow Jesus, it means we live like, we, we do the things that he did. Let me move on to the second, let me move on to the second um, passage here. This is Matthew 18. This for me was a, it was almost like a mini conversion. I was about 10 years into my ministry, and I realized, you know, I mean, I love my kids, and generally I like kids, but 
I would have never said, man, children's ministry is the most important thing that a church could do. And there were many times, like with Rise and Shine, I mean, we love Rise and Shine, right? But what, like 180 kids. But there are times as a pastor, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is taxing. Like, like I'm, you know, I'm back there trying to, you know, write or whatever and singing and yelling and stuff. And I'm just like, it would be so much easier without a preschool. This is a lot of trash bags and trifold paper towels and repairs. And, but I remind myself, Jesus says, kids come first. And so for me, Rise and Shine and Polaris Kids is the most important thing that we do or could do as a church. And we are committed to it because this is how you honor God by blessing and loving and protecting and nurturing children. And when I know that there are now thousands of children, and some of them now grown up to near adulthood, who encountered God in real ways through what we do as a church, I'm overwhelmed with, um, with appreciation, excitement. Uh, I'm humbled. I, I'm excited by what this church does by the way we love kids. So here's, this, here's Matthew 18. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of God? And he called a little child to him, and he placed the child among them. So picture the disciples, the guys that are on you know, stained glass one day, the, the, the spiritual big shots um, in learning. And Jesus is standing in front of them, maybe as a kid, and he has his hands on the kids' uh, shoulders, the kids looking out at them. He says, truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lonely place, the lowly place of this child, is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. If anyone causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, again, hands on his shoulders, her shoulders, it'd be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and drowned in the depths of the sea. Jesus doesn't give threats like that very often. But he's got this kid in front of everybody, and he says, you welcome them, you welcome me. And if you do something to harm these children, it's bad news for you on Judgment Day. But I saw that, and I, re I remember that season of life. <coughs> you welcome him, you welcome me. You welcome her, you welcome me. And we want to know, what does God want? How can I please God? Well, he says right there, you welcome children, you welcome me. And, and I had this thought, how we treat children is how we treat Jesus. You welcome them, you welcome me. They're ignored, Jesus is indignant. I, I don't know how it took me, you know, 30-some years at the time to, <coughs> to, to connect with that. You welcome them, you welcome them. How we treat children is how we treat Jesus. And so what I'd like for you to do today <coughs> excuse me, is, is ask yourself what am I doing for children? How am I treating children? How am I loving Jesus through loving children? What are you doing to protect children? And then just whether it's Polaris Kids Ministry whether it's Polaris student ministry, whether it's something in the community to help kids, whether it's a cause to give toward to help kids, 
What are you doing to help children? I would go even further and say, what are you doing to help children in need? And maybe we could all look and, and, and find some things that we can do specifically to help children in need. Now, obviously, we have our responsibilities to our kids, to our grandkids, to our, to our neighbors who, who maybe already have it pretty good, maybe not. But I also want us to look at this and say, what are we doing for children who need our help? whose voice is forgotten, who aren't getting what they need. And that's why, like, Love Pure is so important to us. Um, Chuck and Christy uh, helping children in Costa Rica in, in the poorest of the poor areas because I want to know that we're doing something for kids in desperate need as a church. But then also I would apply that to you guys as well and to myself. Looking at these, it is vital for our walk with God that we have a place in our life for children where we're actively helping, blessing. And I would say even, even if it's just a commitment to, to giving a smile, to a wave, to a high five when we're allowed to do that again, whatever, with kids, encouraging, helping, blessing, taking time for, calling out something that they do well, making something up that they do well to boost them up, whatever it is, uh, having that conversation, um, find ways to live now that we all are reminded and know that how we treat children is how we treat Jesus. And so there's our yearly reminder. Let's never forget as individuals. Let's never forget as a church that we are all about kids. They are our number one value as a church because we value ch- Jesus. Because Jesus is our number one value. Children need to be our number one value. Happy Mother's Day. Let's stand and I'll close us out with prayer. Father, I know that no one was more excited than you were to see these families up here with these children who you know by name. You know their stories. You love them. You're more excited about them and their future than we could possibly be even as parents and grandparents. And I pray for each of these children that were dedicated today that you would protect them, that you would nurture them and guide them, and through the power of your Spirit, you would draw them into uh, eternal friendship. We pray that you would bless these parents with wisdom and courage and strength and patience as they raise your children. We pray for every child at Polaris Christian Church and through Rise and Shine. That through what you're doing here, they would experience you in powerful ways. Grateful for every mother here and every grandmother here. For how they've poured into the lives of their families and the sacrifices that they've made. So I pray that you would help us all in our own way to figure out how to love kids like you call us to love kids. And we're grateful that at the core of your existence is a love for children. Thank you for being who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Happy Mother's Day, everybody, and have a good week.